Hello, I'm Juliette Littman. And I am Joe House. Welcome to Ringer Food, the Ringer's new hub for all your food-related content. You may have known this feed as House of Carbs, and don't worry, that's not totally going away. We will be launching two new shows on the feed, and the first is Food News with me and David Jacoby. You may remember us from our days at Grantland. Well, Jacoby and I are back to go over the news, sample snacks, share some personal tales of food news, some global tales of food news, who knows what else is to come? And House, what are you going to be doing? Oh, my taste buds, my hungry homies, my culinary comrades, we are back. We've done it. Here to tell you that we are reigniting House of Carbs with a whole new slate of tasty episodes throughout the year. We are starting with a football fracas, a gridiron gobble fest. We're doing NFL playoff potluck featuring taste tests of the iconic food item or items of every playoff city to determine which city reigns supreme. Ringer Food is starting up this Wednesday, January 12th. That's so soon. So be sure to subscribe on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. No matter how you like your eggs scrambled, over easy, or sunny side up, the people at Vital Farms believe in one thing, keeping it bullshit free. That's why their pasture-raised eggs come from hens who each have over 108 square feet of space to roam and forage all year round. So you can spend less time questioning your food and more time enjoying it. Look for Vital Farms in your grocery store and learn more at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. This episode is brought to you by Pure Leaf Iced Tea. Great iced tea takes you somewhere else like new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea that we have here at the Spotify Studios and drink quite a bit where unexpectedly blackberry flavor transports you to a very delicious place. So refreshing you may never want to leave. You will eventually have to though, but take your time. Try new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Visit Amazon.com slash Pure Leaf and enter 20 Pure Leaf. That's 20 Pure Leaf for 20% off your purchase of new Pure Leaf Blackberry Iced Tea. Show part of the Rigor Podcast Network presented by Major W Media. Thank you, Olafango. We have a moif, a my opinion is fact. I always thought it was my opinion as fact. Is it a ma- moif? Moth? Man, it's your opinion. <laughs> it's not only your huh? opinion, it's also what? your segment and your show. Isaac saying it was it was it should be he a moth. Just would not let it my go. Opinion as fact, he, right? He wouldn't let it go, yeah. He was like, it's a moif. <laughs> is that his voice? I don't know. I don't remember what the guy sounds like. It's not as silky smooth as <laughs> as as Isaac's. Missy Isaac. Um, but we have uh, a lot to talk about here. I don't know where to begin. I am out of the the, the running for um, the Wheel of Constraint. I'm no longer the master of domain, my domain. Noel dropped out way before anybody else. Like, what a sh- real, real shocker I there. Did you Noelle see what I had like, to eat? Of course I dropped out before you guys looks, did. That looks amazing. That looked amazing, quite no, frankly. I just I, I I actually watched that Seinfeld episode the other day, and I couldn't stop laughing when Kramer just comes in and slams the $100 on the table. I was like, that's Noel. <laughs> day, day two, slam it down. I'm out. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Chris Chris is victorious, and he's just gloating because he's still the master of his domain. Oh, he's still... <laughs> Just sugarless. Like the farthest thing from gloating. I don't have the strength left to gloat. But are you actually out, Dave? You said you're out. But are you? What? What is? What is? Give us an update on where you are. Here's the deal. Now, I I I came to (laughs) travel with my family to Virginia um, to visit my mom, who I had to visit. She's not doing so great these days. But um, on that trip, I told Chris, I we should need to do a whole dad's podcast about traveling. I. I have to admit, whenever I have heard um, a child scream for minutes to 20 to an hour on end on a plane, I've always looked at them with total disdain. Looked at them with disdain or looked mm. at their parents with this disdain? Like, can't, you can't. The parents, like, yeah. you, you fuckers. <laughs> what's wrong with you? You can't you, control this kid. Boy, what's wrong? <laughs> yeah, like, you. God. Why? If it were, if it were Who me. Who you on a plane? Yeah. <laughs> 
Jesus. And now, and now, Mr. Chang? Karma, karma is a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) We should do a dance. Grace and I looked at each other in total embarrassment and shame (laughs) on the airplane. Oh, no. Like, literally, like, what? You're like, what were we going to do? If these kid, this kid wasn't so clearly ours, we would just pretend he wasn't. I literally thought about, I was like, okay, uh, we have to figure out any means of transportation other than flying back. Just covered wagon. It was really bad. Yeah. And it sounds (laughs) like you didn't, it sounds like you didn't spend the full length of the flight in your, in your comfortable seat on the plane there, Dave. It sounds like part of it you spent not seated having to deal with this. Mm-mm. I spent a good hour at least in the bathroom with him <laughs> trying to limit the sound of him screaming at the top of his lung. And I was like, of all the times you are being the loudest in your life, you're choosing nap. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was this Hugo or Gus? Hugo, Hugo, Gus, oh. Gus is, Gus is so, so tranquilo. Mm-hmm. He just is like, whatever. He woke up from sleeping and he woke up really pissed, Hugo. <laughs> and and uh, maybe on the flight back, I'm just going to give him some no-dos to prevent him from falling asleep <laughs> or something, anything. Because oh, no. he woke up in, in such a rage. Uh, I, I thought he was going to, the plane was going to burst open oh, because man. he was going to wear purple pants and become Minnie Hulk. <laughs> He was so angry. Oh my god! I was like, "Oh no!" Did he fall asleep on the plane, or was he asleep when you guys boarded? He he fell asleep on the plane. Okay. He was super excited, and it was ninety minutes left in the flight. Oh my god! He was doing great, and he you know fell asleep for like an hour and a half or so. I was like, "Ah, oh, almost, almost there." So for like ninety minutes, just about until we have to land, I felt like I think I was in the bathroom trying to calm him down. Oh my god. Um, yeah. So I have anyway. to do. I, I have to do this tomorrow, though. So I'm. I'm assuming you don't have. I'm flying with Keith for the first time. I'm assuming you don't. Ha- you don't have any tips. You. You didn't find an amazing <laughs> well, hack I to learned, solve this. I, I learned when we landed. My sister, who has two kids, basically gave us like lembas bread. Lembas bread. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like we're gonna need it on the way back home on our journey. <laughs> she did. I felt like Frodo and Sam. You know, she goes like, "You need to give him a, an emergency bag." And I don't know what she did, but the next thing you know, she breaks out gift wrap and she starts wrapping a bunch of stuff, mm-hmm. all kinds of toys and treats and gifts. And there's like six or seven of them in a Ziploc bag. And we had to whip one out because we took the train up from Virginia to New York. And uh, he, he was like, I was like, oh, this has happened before to her and to probably every other parent. Totally. And I don't even know what's in there, but he, he, was, he was about to have a freak out on the train. And out came a present and out came a mini calculator. And I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. I was like, wow, that's totally. Cool. This is like, that rem- <laughs> I, rem- I remember, uh, you know, a, a friend of mine was, was moving with his like four kids across to, to Europe from, from the Bay Area. And he was like, oh, we have a, t- we have a present for them for every hour on the plane. <laughs> every hour we're on the plane, they will open a new little present. Yeah, and I was like, genius. holy shit, that's crazy. And now I know. And I actually remember my wife used to do this thing when Ruby was young. She used to give Ruby like a bag of like fruity Fruit Loop cereal or something and a string. And she was like, here, you can make yourself a cereal necklace and then eat it. And that, that I'm saved us 30 minutes. I'm going to give you guys another, another thing is like, you know, with a pandemic, this is backfired in, in my face. I've let Hugo maybe watch a little bit too much TV, not by fault, right? Like when he's outdoors and he's doing stuff, he doesn't care about it. But on the plane, this is where it's a tragic mistake. And I think I'm going to, it's so important. I'm going to let all the parents out there know. Download every possible permutation of what you think. You have to like really apply game theory as to what your child might watch (laughs) on Netflix or Disney or YouTube. Every possible, you need to delete your storage on your tablet as much as humanly possible. <laughs> Delete everything. <laughs> and take it to the meniscus of data storage <laughs> on, on downloadable material because they don't know that, uh, try telling this to your two-year-old, three-year-old that the plane <laughs> that is flying and there seems to be internet, everybody's using it, but not for you. You know what I mean? Like, you can't explain that everything mm. works, but not for you right. and what you want to watch. Right. Right. Because they see it 
And they're like, I want to watch that. Yeah. And if they can't watch that, you're in a lot. You're you. You just picked a fight. You cannot win. <laughs> right. You're like you're you're completely. <laughs> your 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 kid is like a nuclear nation, and you are not. You're just like I have. We no- landed. I deleted everything on my iPad, and I am now every day. I'm, I'm downloading everything. The whole World Wide Web of children's stuff is now being downloaded on my iPad because you just need everybody <laughs> to watch. I, I that was a real problem. So I think that's what another thing you need to do. Uh, so I'm gonna I'll, I'll load up with as many episodes of Trash Truck and his new thing Titipo the Train as I can. But here's the problem with these goddamn streaming services: they put some other thing like that you might be able to watch, right? Oh, and then they want to click that. Oh. Yeah. yeah, motherfuckers. And they can't. They and can't. guess what? <laughs> Try explaining that one, Chris Yang. Good luck. You see, there's this thing called the cloud. <laughs> and I don't understand how it works. But so that's that's the state of that's the state of, of of Hugo. What about you? Where are you, Mr. Chang, in terms of what you've been eating here? So you went home, you saw mom. I assume you yeah. had to eat her cooking. I mean, yeah, I think people know that like she's been sick for for many, many years. And uh, this is probably gonna be the last time that I have her home cooked meal. And she didn't even get to cook. She brought in her sister and a couple friends to cook like so much food. What was I gonna do? Not eat? Yeah, just be like, "Hey, oh, I'm sorry, mom. We have this uh, wheel of inspiration." Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so if it wasn't gonna be Las Vegas, I was definitely gonna lose on this one. There was just like no way. Yeah. So I, you know, I blame my mom. It's not my fault. Yeah. Give us some highlights, though. <laughs> delicious. Come on. So so delicious. Um, you know, she made her cabbage gym, which is very sweet. There's just like no way around that. Mm-hmm. Uh, chapche, which is noodles, sweet mm-hmm. potato noodles. Pindadok has a little sugar, I think, but if not, the dipping sauce definitely does. And then I try to get blue crabs for, for my family and I couldn't because it's out of season. So I went to Wegmans, my Ooh. first Wegmans. Ah, how yeah. was it? They have quite the meat selection. They have they quite have the selection cut. of everything. But this is like a smaller Wegmans, I was told, right? Mm. So I went there at eight in the morning. We we're staying right uh, uh, like one uh, at a at a at a place that was like right, right next to one. And I was like, you know what? I can't get blue crabs. I'm gonna get my mom crabs because she loves crabs. There was like snow crab legs, frozen snow crab legs. I'm gonna buy that later. And then I come back to buy them. They're all gone. What? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody actually bought all of them. And I'm like, fuck, man. And they didn't realize, and then I saw the guy there later, and I was like, dude, you got to have some snow crabs in the back. And then he's like, no, we're all out. Order comes on Thursday, and then I see somebody walk by with snow crab legs in a giant Lex hand, and they're rinsing them underwater. And I was like, I know where they fucking went. You took them all. <laughs> sell it to me. They wouldn't sell them to me. Wow. I was so mad. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He was like, we need them for something. And I was like, no, I want to buy them. They wouldn't sell them to me. So Wegmans. And then, you know, lob- I was like, all right, I'm going to splurge on my mom. I'm going to buy a bunch of lobsters. They were $26, a pound. Holy crap. Mm. <laughs> Holy mm. crap. <laughs> yeah. Lobsters in Australia right now, super, super cheap because there's no market for them because mm. of, of China. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's yeah. outrageous. So I bought frozen lobster tails and I bought frozen Dungeness crab and I made it like a hot and juicy crab crap thing for for my mom and family and there was no sugar in that so for the most part that was good and then my mom wanted to celebrate hugo's birthday that's coming up so i did have a giant slice of cake so i definitely out yeah again i'm out again well you and i were talking a little bit about this it's impossible to do this when you're traveling yeah but i mean we we were talking about this a little bit you know offline and and like I don't know. You, I, I feel, I feel like last time we talked about how this was more um, interesting or, or, or eye-opening than I thought it would be. And I'm also like kind of into it. And you were saying like, you want to get back into it. Are you, are you going to get back into some rhythm here? What do you think you're going to do? Yeah. I, I, as much as I hated it, and I know Chris, we were talking before, you sort of like it too. Right. And it's that same feeling. Again, I have a lot of friends that, you know, f- follow a kosher diet or in a, a, a non-pork and shellfish diet. And I've always admired it less about, not always about the religious aspect, but just like that you could avoid something mm-hmm. uh, so much. 
and when we're talking to Rishi about it too, right? Like, I wish I had more power over my stomach to like not eat certain things, but I don't. Mm-hmm. Neither do you. No, you know, 100%. I don't because like, you know, I, I, I've already lost twice in one month and Chris <laughs> is still just rubbing it and gloating in our face. Oh, well, what a jerk. <laughs> So no, I, but I, I do like that idea of, of eating towards a principle that, that is like less about like losing weight or weighing yourself or counting things specifically. Like, like that to me is like completely joyless, even less joyless and manageable is just trying to avoid sugar in your diet because I did not realize just how much sugar is in everything. 100%. I think it's like being aware. And it is, is, is something eye opening for me. And just like, I, it's a completely different, I think, I think our relationship to food was fucked up before this, frankly. I, I no, think not like, me. I had a perfect relationship with food. I don't want to talk. Goodness. Our fucking relationship to food is so bad. And I think like this, this is the reset we were talking about. I, I just like being aware. I also weirdly like, Noel, you, you made a comment about this like early on also offline when, when Dave and I were like getting psyched up about this, but like. I kind of like how hard this is. Like, I just mm. like, is that weird? Is that weird, Noel? Like, I, I think Dave is saying the same thing. Like, I kind of like that it's difficult. <laughs> like, I mean, it, is that- it makes sense for the both of you why you enjoy that, I would say. <laughs> but here's my question, though. Do you, do either of you feel physically better? Or I guess, Dave, like before you started eating sugar again, or is this all mental for you? Because I know for some people, it's more of the physical aspect that they're that they like and enjoy and you know it's what keeps them going but i feel like this really is a mentality for you both well i can't chris i don't know if i feel better do you feel better chris i don't i don't i I don't feel better in the sense that like i've got more energy and i'm Mm -hmm. you know or anything like that which is actually depressing actually (laughs) i was thinking about this the fact that like there's no noticeable difference in how i feel other than maybe how I pooed the first couple days <laughs> makes me feel really sad that my base level is just so low. But let me say this. I think <laughs> it's, it's a, <laughs> it is sad. It's mm. not like I don't run any faster. I'm not, I don't, I don't feel better. That's more sense. joyous. You know, there's like, but via negativa, there's no Jimmy Cliff singing in the background. <laughs> Here's what I do feel. I feel like, I feel objectively like I've lost weight. That's that's true, but I you also here. Chris, fuck I you, you look so fuck good. You, don't do this to me again. Can you tell me what you've been doing? Because I like to try <laughs> Have some you of been that. Out? <laughs> I um, here's here's the difference that that I keep on falling back on. I haven't felt bad for two and a half <laughs> weeks. I haven't woken up like full of regret. I haven't been like, oh my god, I'm so fucking full. I feel gross, mm-hmm. which is like usually mm-hmm. six to nine times a week. You know, or like I haven't woken up and been like, God, I'm hungover. You know, like six, six to nine times. Come right. on, man. How many times a week? Do, I was trying to figure out how many meals there are in a week. Whatever. It's it's 21 times a week. I feel bad usually. But like when I came back from Vegas that day where I just gorged myself on a lot of things, I felt so bad. Mm. Right. I felt as bad as coming back from hot ones, you know. So that, you know, it's like. I got that going for me. (laughs) (laughs) I got that going for me. I felt that one time. Well, let's (laughs) wait. You're in New York now. What are you doing? Are you like saying I, I, at least I, I didn't get a bowl of virus. Well, I want to get into, I want to talk to Noel about somebody who's still actively in the game, but I I do want to finish this up. Dave, are you, what are you doing in New York? Are you eating? Are you are you going out? Are you are you gonna keep it up while you're traveling and then come back and do something different? Well, what do you think? this was a last second thing, and this was supposed to be Grace's uh, uh, time in in New York, and we had to sandwich it all together. So I'm I'm on daddy daycare for the most part. So I am I have no idea what my schedule is anymore. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing makes any sense. But no, I'm not going really out to dinner. I'm not doing anything. I, I'm just sort of babysitting. Um, that's what I'm doing. To, so in terms of eating, I gave you a big bowl of rice with water today, and I had some pork ribs mm. for lunch. Okay. For dinner, 
I'm going to have, um, does Mapa Tofu have sugar in it? Mm. <sighs> what does it have in it? Let's see. I mean, Dobin Jack doesn't have it. It's got, no, I, I think mean, it might be clean. It might Chris, be clean, depending on who makes that. it. It might be clean, but what's the point of eating mapo tofu? You can't have white rice. That's the thing is, mm. like, I thought about having mapo tofu and I was like, you, you can't have it without rice. That's literally being dirty and taking a shower without soap. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's aye, taking aye, aye. a shower without soap. All right. So, Noelle. Is this hmm. our first? Is this our first check-in with you since you began your new week of inspirational retreat? No, you had no, you've done a little we shopping. Actually, yeah, we talked a few hours after I'd started the last That's time right. around. But so. now you're you're into it. What day are we on of of TJ's only? This technically is day seven. This is the last day. How Believe it, it or not, give, give us give us some more highlights and lowlights, and how are you feeling overall? Uh, I mean, I'm feeling fine, Chris. I'm feeling <laughs> fine. <laughs> Have you okay? Has it really been so? This is all about constraint. What ha, what do you feel like this has constrained you from doing? Really, what's the thing you've missed during TJ's? Oh my gosh, so much! I was in LA this week, and that made it so much worse than ever before. Like if I was at home in New York, this would have been easy peasy. I would have enjoyed it. It would have been great. But this week, I mean, it started off with. I was with my parents. First night, I watched them eat Din Tai Fung, mm. and I just sat there, <laughs> and I couldn't do anything about it. Come so on, I mean, Trader Joe's makes soup dumplings, I'm sure. <laughs> they do, and I looked at it for a second, and I was like, can I replicate this feeling? No, no, can no. I, can, <laughs> having bought those Trader Joe soup dumplings, they microwave extremely well in the any yeah. day. You know what's really fascinating about those Trader Joe's soup dumplings? It's almost impossible to pierce the skin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you know, thick. it's like it's it's almost like a, a Shenzhen, Shenzhen bao instead of a Zalong bao. Like it's mm-hmm. so thick. Mm-hmm. That's like it's got that. You know, it's pretty sturdy. So yeah. like you know, you can just do that. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and I would argue that's probably better because the Ding Tai Fung was delivered. Mm. And delivered Ding Tai Fung is not very good. Okay. Shockingly, I have had Din Tai Fung to go. And by the time it made it to my house, still had soup in it. Still warm. Shockingly. Whatever. I've experienced mm-mm. it, but it's okay. Did that, did that go over? I'm, I'm having this very... Chrissy, did you just hear her? She's like being an advocate. I know. I'm not saying it's the best way. You can get delivered. I just don't think you get soup dumplings. I get... I've gotten Ding Tai Fung delivered before, but I just choose not to get soup dumplings. I love soup dumplings as much as any human on the planet, but I, I, I think that delivered soup dumplings are. I know. Sad. I think that we should have a, the, uh, for those listening, we should uh, have a, a a bigger conversation with the community on Discord because I think that this is something that might get Noel voted off the island here. <laughs> soup dumplings. This is this is a. It's a big misstep. Like, if this was like CNN, the CNN cared about such things, they'd be reporting this. They'd be like, "Oh my god!" Oh, and Noel, Noel uh, said that she likes soup dumplings delivery. Wait. It doesn't really matter to her. Like, no, you're uh, putting words in my mouth. I said that it's fine. This is not fake news. This is not Breitbart. I said CNN. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is Wolf Blitzer reporting. This just in. Noel prefers delivered soup dumplings uh, to fresh ones. Dave, did this, I'm having a fucking vivid flashback too. Did this moment make it into the final cut of the next thing you eat when we were having delivery Din Tai Fung with uh-uh. Anderson Pack and you were like, you're like, hey, Ying, you know how like everyone, <laughs> I've developed a new method of eating soup dumplings. You know, everybody like bites off the top and like pours a little vinegar in then drinks the soup out and then you eat the dumpling. Check this out. <laughs> you just dip the whole soup dumpling in vinegar uh-huh. and then just pop the whole thing in your mouth. Uh-huh. And Anderson Pack was like, just a mouth agape. And I was like, uh, he was like, you just Kung Fu Panda that <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sad that I didn't make it into the, the, the final cut of the show, but like you truly just kung fu panda those things. Can you do that when they're hot though, Dave? Will you fully will you eat a whole soup dumpling hot? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So can, can you explain to everybody how you're supposed to eat 
a Zalongbao. So there's there's different little orders, but essentially, you know, inside of a soup bubbling in, in, in a Shaolongbao, like it's it's very hot broth. So people will put it in their like in their spoon, and they'll take a little nibble off the top, slurp out some of the soup, then maybe dip the whole thing in the in the vinegar and ginger, and then eat it because for some people like hmm. Eddie Eddie dips theirs just lets it cool, chill down in the vinegar and ginger uh, yes. and then puts it into the spoon. Right. That's like mm-hmm. another move. But the either, whatever move it is, it's designed to allow you to drink the soup inside and not die <laughs> from like the, the super hot liquid inside. So this is how most people do it. They approach it with, with this in mind. My move is to dip it into the, the bath of black vinegar with some ginger and then immediately forego the spoon. <laughs> I, and I don't even think you need the chopsticks now, right? You just go right into the mouth. So insane, man. And, and, and you don't have to bite it a little bit. You just chew it because then you, it's like a fruit gusher. You just get all that beautiful goodness. <laughs> it's like a super hot fruit gusher. Yeah, that's the way you're supposed to. It's been tempered a little bit in the vinegar. It's just not, it, it, I, I, to me, th- that's like a, some elbish. You know, like if you don't know what I'm talking about, like every bite is designed for an experience. And I I can have like 12 of those experiences in one sitting. And it's amazing. (laughs) Every bite of a soup dumpling is like sitting at, you know, Rose's Spain, looking over the cliffs uh, of an elbow that's what it, that's what they do to me. Reverse spherified pork soup. In. Except the only ones that don't are the cheddar Joe dumplings. <laughs> they don't take you. You're not whisked away to Spain when you fight into a Trader Joe's soup dumpling. Yeah, the one part you left out of your technique um, that he left out in Noel is the trademark. Dave Chang eats something super hot. Mm. He winces. He looks up, and then he bangs his hand on a <laughs> on a table like this is part it's of the you know Dave Chang. It's how you know you're alive. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> so, I know about I, this. I know we were supposed to talk about, a, uh, what were we talking about before? We're talking about Trader Joe's. Noelle was giving us, so she she suffered no Din Tai Fung with her family. You were mm-hmm. suffering from the same thing that Chang's talking about, which is like, man, on the road constraint is hard. It sucks. You Definitely know. sucks. So what about highlights? What are highlights? Well, looking really healthy, though. I know. Right? It's glowing. Glowing. <laughs> Get out it's of here. It's a Trader Joe's glow. Oh. You're, looking go- you're looking great. Uh, Trader, Trader Joe's. I'm not saying that in, like I was saying to Chris. I genuinely, this is genuine. <laughs> Wait, you weren't saying Chris's, it genuinely to me. I'm not glowing. Chris's was not genuine. No, I'm, I'm, I'm pallid. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co forward slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval, terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. No matter how you like your eggs scrambled, over easy, or sunny side up, the people at Vital Farms believe in one thing, keeping it bullshit free. That's why their pasture-raised eggs come from hens who each have over 108 square feet of space to roam and forage all year round. So you can spend less time questioning your food and more time enjoying it. Look for Vital Farms in your grocery store and learn more at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit free. What, so what's a highlight? Give me a highlight from new disco- new discoveries because a bunch of people on Discord suggested things. People sent into the, the Fixer newsletter wrote some suggestions for you to try some stuff. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. already an old ha- hand at, at Trader Joe's. Anything new? New, 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 mm. new. <laughs> mm. I'll be honest. Not not much new good stuff that I found. Everything was okay. Everything was okay. Like I. I think that there were surprises that I found. Like, did you know that Trader Joe's now sells tubs of brown butter? So, oh, so basically, that? yeah, yeah. That's the only French word I can pronounce. Looking for the opportunity. There it was. Uh, I was also very into their, I, I normally love their vegan banana bread. But now I've really discovered the babka is delightful. Absolutely delightful from Trader Joe's. But I think that the latter half of the week really kind of leveled up into how many things can I mix together from Trader Joe's? So I'm snacking on, you know, corn nuts that I'm adding seasoning to. I made I made a shrimp scampi pizza last mm, night well out done. of a bunch of different so things. Of yeah, 
What I does really, that mean? Is that, a, is that shrimp scampi plus pizza? What, is, what were the mix Yeah, pretty much. There? As a longtime CPK aficionado, as I am, there used to be a shrimp scampi pizza. And I got, oh, this is a really bad version of a pizza, but I made it anyway. I really enjoy Trader Joe's naan. It, there's frozen mm, naan. Good not, oh, the frozen naan, the not fro- the fresh. Yeah, not the fresh one. I tried the fresh one. I think it's okay. I really like the frozen one. And so I got the frozen shrimp. They also have this little tray of frozen minced garlic, which is a real shortcut for people like me who don't like to chop up garlic at all. Made a full scampi. I also used... Uh, not two buck, now four buck Chuck. What the So hell, there's man. Charles Shaw. All totally rebranded. But either way, I made a shrimp scampi, put that on top of the naan with some mozzarella. It was great. It was great. I don't oh I don't know what to say goodness. other than that. <laughs> oh my god. I've really just become a real monster this you just week. Become, you become Priya Krishna's mom, basically. Just like making <laughs> shit I, up. Can on I the tell plot. you another hack that I've done with that general sauce chicken? Was it a General Sosa or the orange chicken, the frozen one? The orange so chicken like, is awesome. Yeah, orange, I think it's Oof, great. I like the that orange one, chicken. Still do the added Thai chili. Have you done any of that stuff that I told you about? Well, I was going to, but I couldn't find the Thai chilies. They didn't oh, have wow. it. Sad. Maybe it's just a... So I, I, don't, I put that all over it, and then I wrapped it oh. with, uh, in, the, in, the, in the scallion pancake. <laughs> oh, this okay. Guy. This you is know, how many years ago did you come up with Sambar and you're still wrapping Chinese food in pancakes? Yeah. Uh, it was, it's called 2005 when I had it as an offer menu special at Momofuku Noodle Bar. <laughs> this fucking guy. And I, and I, and I opened a restaurant based on this concept. Uh, and I'm still toying still around. Doing, he's still perfecting the recipe. Yeah. The sky and pancake there is okay. I think it is just mm. white labeled stuff that you can get at any Asian mart. Oh. I think it's the exact same stuff. I really do. And it's more of like a Taiwanese style, like scallion pancake that's mm. been laminated a little bit. You can fill that with anything. Sometimes I've actually just done a quick like bulgogi of uh, the shaved beef. You know, the shaved beef they have there that is of like probably... What provenance, I don't know. It's pretty good. I use that in a lot of sukiyaki as well, because if you can't get shaved, thinly frozen beef from an Asian mart, that's like a good substitute is the shaved beef. And I put that in there. So the scallion pre-wheel of constraint, I think that that is a good hat. Use that as a as a folding thing for anything. I was just, I, I was just, I texted yeah. Noel last night because I, I made, I, my wife must have bought them. I found a couple of those Taiwanese Trader Joe's scallion pancakes. I think you're hundred percent right, Dave, because if you buy Taiwanese scallion pancakes from the Asian grocery store, it's like the exact same exact packaging, same. exact same everything. I, uh, I didn't get to taste them. It's interesting that they see, that you say they're okay. I, uh, I was cooking them though. And it, you know, the instructions are like, cook them until they're brown. I think that like pretty shy of golden brown on those things seems better because they seem like they get pretty tough in my experience even like the asian grocery ones like they're more pliable and tender if you don't go all the way brown i'm i feel pretty confident that some of the stuff from trader joe's is the exact same stuff that you get somewhere else except that they've made like some kind of under the table handshake wink wink like (laughs) this is no trader joe's Uh, well, I just started reading, in honor of Trader Joe's week, the Trader Joe's autobiography as well to go along with this. And a lot mm. of what he talks about is just like white labeling a bunch of stuff throughout the oh. years. So I'll report back with more findings from this L- book. Literally white labeling. <laughs> <laughs> white washing, white labeling, same thing. Same, 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 same. <laughs> hey, speaking of, you know what I did find? Philly cheesesteak bao buns at Trader Joe's. I saw that. You posted that on Discord. I did. See, these are the real lows of Trader Joe's, I'll say. I feel like there are some really good things, but, you know, that's a thing that it's there. Conceptually bad or excellent? They were were not good. They were not good to eat. No good for eating. Well, mm, all levels, Chris, I would say. That mm, that, mm, is uh, very negative. (laughs) (laughs) Too, too high in tone. That was a very, no, very negative. <laughs> I would say I feel like products like that at Trader Joe's are what keeps you coming back to try new things. But really, it's it's all just one big, you know, 
dupe on you. Uh, I got them. It's a pack of four. They're frozen. You put them in the microwave. And first of all, the bao bread itself is very thin. It's not fluffy at all, but I, I didn't expect any different. The inside is exactly what you'd expect. It's shaved beef with cheesy sauce and peppers. And no one needed it. Absolutely no one needed it. The problem is the bao <laughs> bread is too sweet for cheesesteak. For cheesesteak. You mm. I, I just wanted like a seeded roll instead. You yeah. Know? But I got them. And a bunch of other people have too. So you got about 12 hours till you're off off the clock on mm. Trader Joe's here. What are you gonna eat tomorrow? Probably more Trader Joe's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> gone grocery shopping yet since being back in New York. So I'm I the only thing that I do have is Trader Joe's food, but check in on Sunday. We'll see. Can you can you give everybody that uh may not know as I didn't know, what are the pros and cons of Trader Joe's? Just like a quick synopsis. Mm. Like if we were watching like a pregame on an NFL, like the Super Bowl, well the scattered report of the Cincinnati Bengals is that a little like let's let's just let's just hear this. Let's break down this Chris Collins worth uh-huh. breakdown of Trader Joe's. Okay. Pros. That Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase combination is gonna be lethal. <laughs> yeah. Pros by the number. Numbers, I should say. I would say 80% of Trader Joe's frozen food is actually better than okay. And there's a better good chunk. Better than okay isn't better than anyone else's? I think some like, of the like, stuff is actually better than some. I, well, the other thing, too, is there's frozen stuff that you just can't find elsewhere. Or I'm never going to go into a normal grocery store and like actively seek out. So I think that's one. Two. Definitely at least 75, if not 80% of the snacks are very good. I think that's a low number. I think that's a low number. You think it's higher? I think the snacks are honestly like 90, 95, 97. It's a 1%. They're like number one on the, if there's like a pro football weekly, they'd be number one out of like 700. I think all of the unique stuff is good. I think it's the basic things that aren't good. Like potato chips, not good. Any of the mm, kettle chips really are good. good. Ev- everything seasoning potato no. chips pretty good. No. I like them. No. <laughs> Sir. <laughs> those, are, no. those are too sweet. Jeez. Too, too, too sweet. I'd rather get normal kettle chips and sprinkle everything but the bagel seasoning on it. Somehow, Trader Joe's potato chips are just so sweet. The the thing, the one thing that I've had that is totally foul is they're they're always pushing white truffle anything. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. The popcorn, the potato chip. It's like, no, that's just a big no. Hmm. Whoever did their, usually that person is like a first team, all snack NBA, like product development person. But this is where they like, they miss a first round draft pick. Mm -hmm. You know, they just missed it all together and I have to penalize them. So like, that's just a bad, bad, bad sign. Yeah. Uh, Dry goods, totally fine. And by dry goods, I mean, I'm just looking for cheaper chia seeds, nuts dried fruits, fine. Produce. What about the bread? Mm. Breads. 50% of breads are very good. 50%. I would say not any sort of normal bread, but almost all of their flat flat breads. (laughs) Flat breads. Frat breads. (laughs) (laughs) I would watch that show. Really, really good. Produce. Produce Let's give a letter grade to produce. Let's give a letter grade. Produce. Mm. Like a D. D. A D. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But I had a really nice sumo orange. That was that was sweet. That was oh, good. They're cheap. They're very very cheap. Two ninety nine a pound. I mm-hmm. saw that recently. Yeah, citrus fine. Everything else. Wait, yeah. You know what? That's cheaper than the farmers market of, of a sumo yeah. orange. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. What about Trader Joe's? Has a big selection of those like bagged salads. Where do you put oh. that? Like they're like they're like mm-hmm. cold Pass. prepared produce stuff. Bass. Mm. Yeah. I'd rather get like package stuff from like Whole Foods, not for any other reason other than I think that the mixes aren't always crunchy whenever I get it from Trader Joe's. And if it comes with a salad dressing, the salad dressing sucks. That's honestly the worst part. You know what we should do, guys, Noel? We should do our own sabermetrics on this. Instead of letter grades, 
to get like into the nitty gritty, we should hire somebody that went to Caltech or MIT because they're the only two schools that you actually have to be smart to go to, right? Mm-hmm. We've already made that abundantly clear. <laughs> all out there for mm-hmm. any recent Caltech or MIT grads who need a low-paying you know, job. Do super metrics on mixed salads. Go ahead and write to the fixer at majordomemedia.com. Trader Joe's has zero produce for the most part. Has zero fish department. They literally don't even like punt the ball or kick the ball. They just <laughs> no special teams. It is like real money ball. I really think it's like money ball already. And they're always in, they're always winning, like the Oakland Athletics. So I think you can quantify this. So uh, Trader Joe's. Is there any other any other um, department that we're missing? Well, I was just thinking about how also I might go to Trader Joe's tonight because the last area that I didn't touch are, I thought that Trader Joe's only made wine, like via two-buck chuck. But now, the last time I was there, I saw tequila, I saw rum, I saw gin. And do you have some, do you have some of the, the brand price, names of those? What are the, what are the names on those tequilas? It's literally called the... Trader Joe's. It's Trader, Trader Joe's, Joe's tequila. <laughs> yeah, Trader Joe's gin. Gross. So... I feel like that's what I I I really want to go and just report back on that because truly it is like half the price if I looked at the numbers correctly last time. Is there any way we can find out where these uh, the food products are actually coming from and when they're white labeled? Like, oh, yeah. like what if their oat milk is actually like oatly? Yeah, mm. could be. You know what I mean? For a bunch of this stuff, I bet it's like Costco and Kirkland and how they just white label. Other brand names. I'm sure that's the same thing for Trader Joe's. Let's get some citizen journalists on the job. So, so anybody who's graduated from Columbia <laughs> Journalism School, MIT, or Caltech, looking for a uh, some summer we credit? Fucked, we are really slumming here. <laughs> <laughs> any journalism school? Any, any journalism <laughs> school? If you've ever seen a newspaper, please write in. We need your help. So. <laughs> we're we're approaching the sort of the 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 end of this wheel of constraint month uh i think right yeah. we're getting pretty close to it but so noel has now explored two spokes on the wheel of con- inspirational constraint mres and trader joe's dave and i have dug real deep into the uh extremities of no sugar no booze mm-hmm. One of you has dug really deep <laughs> <laughs> one of us started digging and the other one is continue continuing to dig but we were looking at the we were looking at the old wheel with a little bit of regret and thinking like we're coming to the end of this month of exploration. There are a few things left that we would have liked to have seen explored. And uh, I believe Dave Chang, while out and about talking to some some friends, took care of one of those for us. Right? Did you assign something to somebody? I didn't assign. <laughs> Maybe I did. <laughs> Our, our good friend, compatriot, uh, Anup Pilarasadi. Somehow the wheel of constraint was spun and he landed. I don't know how, but he landed on Soylent. <laughs> that's, a, that's a way of phrasing it. I was there and you told him to do it. So, <laughs> so no, well, he said yes. He agreed. He wanted to do it. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. give us, give. So we'll have Anup on the next episode, but give us a little bit of background on Anoop and and explain maybe uh you know why he's why he accepted this challenge of eating nothing but soy it's it's nothing but soylent right he's eating nothing but soylent for a week for us to check in and tell us and what well, does Anoop usually eat? about Anoop Anoop is arguably the greatest fan of Andre Agassi in the world nobody <laughs> is a bigger fan of Anoop not Anoop Anoop Number two doesn't even come close. He is by far the greatest fan of Andre Agassi in the world. And my and, and Stephanie like, Graff as well. To this day, like continues to be a fan of Andre Agassi. Like just loves lo- genuinely loves Andre Agassi. <laughs> like he wouldn't be surprised if his 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 back shoulders are covered with a you know actual face of Andre Agassi. Sans hair. Okay. So that's one fact about Anoop. But Anoop comes from the Momofuku family. Anoop knows food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, he also is of the formerly the Shake Shack world, and he is an expert gourmand. He was uh, he worked for the late great Ann Saxelby, and he is from Louisiana. 
He is my guide to all things New Orleans. So when the new comes on, we probably should have him on just to talk about New Orleans. And when anyone gives me or asks me for a list of where to go and what to eat in New Orleans, because everyone assumes I know every city perfectly, I just give them a noobs list because it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Dave, this is such a good list. Oh, I know. Thank you. Thank you so much. So. I mean, how? I mean, let me, let me ask you this in he's two also, ways. By the way, he's the mayor of Fort Greene. If you don't know this, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I think Anoop would really appreciate this, wouldn't you say, Noel? If we let it be known that Anoop is actually the mayor of Fort Greene, yeah. If you need uh, uh, anything notarized, he can do it for you, even though he's not an official <laughs> notarizer. <laughs> Because he's the mayor of Fort Greene. I don't think anybody needs something unofficially notarized. That's not, that's not a thing that anybody needs. But he carries a stamp around just in case you need it. All right. So let me let me ask you guys both this question then. Because I I I you know I, I know a noob. I haven't spent as much time with him. I'm asking you guys here. How difficult do you think this will be for him? And where do you put the odds of him finishing a full seven days of nothing but soiling? I think 100 percent a noob can do this in his sleep. I know it. It's just a matter of he is allergic to like deathly allergic to pistachios. Uh, I've never looked at the ingredient of soy green, but I think there is soy in it. <laughs> soy green. Yeah. Oh, did I say soy? Is it soy green? <laughs> soy green is, is, is made out of people, so there's no pistachios oh, yeah. in soy green. But soy green. Let me. Just... <laughs> Maybe it wasn't a great name by Soylent to name it Soylent. So, if there's actually Soylent Green, I guess. Right? I guess you're setting you setting you setting the odds at 100 percent unless he dies from it. Is a, yeah. is a fair. <laughs> uh, what about you, Noel? Do you how hard do you think this will be for him? And where are you putting the odds? I'm just keeping. I'm I'm loving mm-hmm. asking both of you this because I remember when we got the odds for Dave, it was zero percent versus ninety eight point five percent. So I'm I'm hoping for a similar uh, difference here. Okay, so this is a toughie for me because I think that it's going to be tough for Noop because he does not do. I, I it's going to be tough for anyone. You have no like texture for a week. Uh, I don't think that he's into Soylent bars. Uh, so this is not going to be easy. And Anu plays tennis every day. So it's physically going to be really challenging for him. I don't know. But he, like everyone on the Zoom, is a real sicko and just loves the idea of like winning and getting to the end. So I think that he has it in him, too. Except, you know, I, I have to agree with Dave on this one. He'll make it to the end unless he dies of an, of an allergic breakout first. All right. You know what be interesting, Chris? What? It's if we all did it. And the challenge really is who could continue doing it the longest. No. Oh, God. No. This has a mm. bunch of stuff off limit for our current, our, my current thing. Rice starch, oat fiber. Let me ask you, mm. wait, so does everybody, to people, everybody knows what Soylent is, right? I want to do this so right. bad. I know I you do. do I so know bad. you want this so bad. Because it tastes like a Korean soy powder thing. So, okay, so that's my question. So, so Soylent, for anybody who doesn't know, is this meal replacement thing, right? It, it's, it's, it's for people who don't, who think food is, who, who see food as an impediment to life, as a, as a chore, right? Like, this is the idea. It's nutrition without any flavor. Have you both had it? Mm. Oh, Chris Yang. You were not at the Momofuku office in 2016, 2017, when Soylent was a big phenomenon, mostly just between Dave and I. Uh, <laughs> Meaning what? <laughs> Meaning what? Good God. Uh, there I were, don't know how it started. There were a couple of weeks that... <laughs> Every who, time who, Dave who says, who I don't know how it started, it it's because office. he started it. <laughs> no, no, that's not true. Somebody brought it to the office. Oh, it was I don't me. remember who. Oh, it was Noel. Oh, it was you. Yeah. So what happened, yeah. Noel? You brought it in. And in classic Dave fashion, he came up to my desk and was like, what's this? And then <laughs> started asking me about it. Anyway, I, all I remember is the next thing I know, this was like early days of Soylent subscriptions. And sure enough, Dave started getting subscriptions sent to the office. Uh, but yeah, there were a couple of weeks. And this was when Soylent had... One flavor only. There was no variation. It tasted on like it. miskaru. The reason I actually like the flavor, which is going to be appalling to many people, I grew up drinking this thing called miskaru, which is something that you know my mom and actually Grace's mom drink a lot. It's like a, a 
semi-sweetened soy rice flour kind of thing, and you mix it in with water. It's delicious. I think it's delicious. I think a lot of people may not find it delicious. So when I tasted it, I was like, oh, this is like a, a pre-made miskaru. That's why I like so it. So what is your explain to me then your 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 overall take on Soylent then, Dave, is you enjoy the original it. flavor is the only flavor I like. But you like All it, you like is, like it. It's garbage. I actually like I would rather eat miskaru, like the traditional Korean thing, versus what is available. Having tasted I haven't tasted it really since they came out with a coffee flavor, which is like really bad. And I think the bar they actually recalled. I think they did recall their bars. <laughs> oh my god! I could be wrong, but I think yeah. I'm not. 2016 halt sales of the Soylent Bar did reports of gastrointestinal illness, including nausea, vomiting. You know what gastrointestinal illness means? Like the runs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the original flavor. Interesting. All right, I'm very curious to see how a noob does on this. I've had it one time, and I kind of just dismissed it. I'm, this is, this but, but can you can you actually get everything you need from one bottle, like your nutrients? Is that possible? I don't think so. We'll dig into this. We'll dig into this when Anoop is on. I want. I also would like, like to. Do you understand. need to take some supplements, or like, can man live on Soylent alone? Is that a possibility? I think that's the idea, mm-hmm. right? You're supposed to be able to just survive on Soylent as a meal replacement. You know what I like is that we've lowered the bar to being able to survive this. <laughs> can you possibly survive on something? Yeah, okay. I guess that's a good metric. Well, I my my curiosity is like how how big is the Soylent market? How many people like how many of my friends are secretly just living on Soylent? Do you think any of your friends are secretly Soylenting? Hmm? No. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a noob. Um. So we have all we have. We've got a noob to look forward to. We'll do a whole Soylent deep dive. People are going to be so fucking mad about this. People are just going to be so mad <laughs> that we've we've let Soylent infiltrate our food podcast. Uh, what else, guys? Can I do the Soylent thing? Is this going to happen? I mean, you're not going to do it when you're in New York. Don't do it while you're traveling with your family. What are you talking about? Do it. Yeah, you know, like when I'm back, when I'm back home. Yeah, when you're back. Tackle and said another. that he would drop off some Soylent for you because he's writing a surplus. He can't stomach more than three a day. Oof. And he has 52 soy ones. So. Oh, no. This is going to be interesting. I'm, I'm down. I like this kind of stuff. <laughs> no kidding. You sicko. All right. Give us five stars on the iPod. Five stars. Five stars on your iPod page. Uh, talk to you guys later.